0: Hello everyone, I'm Sophie. at the worst of times, so the best of times, man, who picked that song? <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with you, where are you? I'll have words with you after Tim. <laughs> Alright, I've probably got the heaviest topic to cover at camp, well, one of the heaviest. Our two sisters that shared our testimony, Julia and Charlene, what was what was the one common thing that they mentioned in their testimony, other than their Holy Ghost experience? What did they mention? Anyone? Mind. Yep. Mental mental illness. They didn't term it that way. I sound really echoey. Am I? Boomy. Um, so Charlene mentioned she had negative thoughts around around the way she looked, and um, Julia mentioned her struggles before she came to the Lord. Mental illness—it's um, something that it's not overly fun to talk about. It's not something that we really get up here and say, "I've got a, a problem." That's a record. I don't know whether this is brave or stupid taking this topic, Um, we'll move on. I've got some stuff to say, I just hope I can get it out without making you feel too uncomfortable. All right, let's start. What's been amazing this weekend, I had a talk written, every one of our workshops, every one of our talks has covered this topic, whether you've known it or not. And for me, that's really reassuring. All right. The guys try everything on the Sunshine Coast. Richie gets up, he dances, he laughs, he carries on at the back to try and snap me out of it. <laughs> Never works. <laughs> yeah. Might have to try your Donald, Donald Duck voice or something. Mate, I don't know what it is. He usually does that with the kids. It works. Mate, I, I look... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully that's broken the back of it. That'd be good. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with me. I um I look at a lot of these young lads get up and Pastor Michael and I had a quick chat about it before. And they get up and talk, it's confident, happy. I know what I want to say. I just I, I honestly I struggle with my emotions and my way of getting it out. So anyway by the bow. Romans 8, we've been there this weekend. I just want to go through the first part of this scripture. Who knows what, uh, what was that guy you mentioned yesterday, Paulie? Socrates? No? Archimedes. What was his eureka moment? Buoyancy. What is buoyancy? What's up? It's a, it's a law. Yep, and is that a law? A physical law we know other laws that exist. what's wrong, Cindy? All good, thought I was doing something wrong again. <laughs> there are physical laws we understand gravity. Um, the first thing we had up was the distorted view of the world. i 'm um, a flat earther, so I didn't agree with that picture <laughs> one bit so <laughs> there are th- There are things in place that the Lord has instituted when He created the earth, and likewise spiritually, there are exactly the same laws at play. So look, there's stats. Like Dana did a good, great job on the social media stuff. Um, and the other thing that's been really interesting about the weekend, and I was involved with the planning meetings, the ministry meetings. We didn't discuss it, but everybody has mentioned this is a time to look at yourself. Okay, so. This is exactly the same. And that was a consistent theme. I don't know if you picked up on it, but everything this weekend is about where am I with social media? Where am I with revelation? Where am I with my tap? That tap analogy, that's a cracker. If you can't understand that, go and talk to Maddie. It's really simple, um, but powerful. And um, it's all about where am I at? What am I doing? It's got nothing to do with that guy's doing that, this guy's doing this. So for me, anything around mental health or mental issues, this is not about pointing fingers. This is a chance to look at yourself. Now, if you were like me, 20 um, what am I, 35? 34 and a half years of my life, mental illness, not a problem. Huh? I don't mind if he kept doing that, it's good <laughs> um probably mid last year i was, I was having dramas, you know, um a lot of it in my head, and um my wife was worried. Just a real brief testimony before I try and get this out. I hurt my back really bad playing touch football earlier. The boys were like, "You're all right, I'm like, no, not really I've just I had four or five people have come up and had really fervent prayer with me, and my back is feeling way, way better. Um, the last time, it's, not, it's the Lord. The last time that it happened, it's only happened one other time. I was crawling hands and knees out of the shopping centre on the Sunshine Coast because I couldn't walk. So the fact that I'm standing up an hour later, carrying on like a big crybaby, is a is a blessing. All right, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to get this subject across as being light or funny. Um, Yeah, problems. And look, I I probably didn't even realise there's two guys in the room at the moment that were having a chat at Christmas camp and um, I lost it. Um. Anyway. It was the first time I'd let my guard down, really, basically. And um, for all those people that know me, probably had no idea, no clue. And um, the boy's response was, you covered it well. (laughs) No idea. Would you? (laughs) So Maddie was one of those guys. Um, Steve, my brother-in-law, was the other one and another friend. And there's probably five or six other guys in this room that I could have been having that conversation with. Um, I, I don't know, you, you sort of have this opinion, I guess, of what people think of you. Um, it's a it's a weird sort of concept, but um, people, I don't know, I've grown up in the Lord, I'm married, happily married, kids, business, I should be doing well up here, and I simply was it. <laughs> I said to my wife before this, I'm not going to get into this. The first thing I do is get into it. It's stupid. I think it's important. I think it needs to be said. And look, honestly, if I'm the one that has to say it, then so be it. Um, So we read in Romans 8. um, I was just getting back. The start of the talk was about the, the law of the spirit and the law of sin and death. So there are laws in place and the Lord has instituted things that we can do that will help us deal with this. And I can speak from a, not from a, a the- theoretical thing, but I can speak from this is the things that I've been able to do and I'm not all the way there yet, but it's helping. And if you're, um, if you're experiencing that stuff, what you've heard this weekend is absolutely instrumental. If you want to get better, um these are the things that you need to be at and you need to be who said over the weekend um talks it might have been maddie as well talk talk is um is cheap action is where it's at not sure who said it but i want to give you guys six points to take away which are things you can do and again we've heard them this weekend but i want you to take them down and i want you to start applying them so Jot down Romans eight. Have a read about the law of the spirit, which offers freedom. So that's the first scripture to take down. All right, <coughs> Benny, you stole my scripture. Proverbs four twenty. We'll just highlight a little bit more. I'll just read it out of the amplified as well. All right, this is a uh, point number one. Guard your heart. So that's number one. Now, I was going to get the boys to, to do something in a second, which I think will, will make, if this talk's not memorable enough, it will make it more memorable. <laughs> we'll read this scripture first. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. My son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the centre of your heart for they are life to, to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence, from it flow the springs of life." So we heard Benny mention that as well, when very apt that it's come together tonight. As a teenager, mid-twenties, the way I guarded my heart wasn't good. And we've heard it through social media talk today, that stuff that we can get into, we can get involved with, it can be damaging. Mine was music and I, this was my, I'm 35, so when I was younger, I'm gonna get the boys to play a little bit of a song that I used to listen to as I went to sleep at night. Play it boys, see what you think, see if you think I made a good choice. Does that need much explanation? What do you think that does to your heart, going to sleep with that in your ears? It's probably not, do you think it's a good idea? That, that was what was around when my, my mum and dad had no idea I was doing that, no idea. Um, it was something that I made a choice, it was an impact thing that I chose to put my, my head and my heart in that situation. Look, I'm not trying to be a well, So I'm not trying to tell you what you can and can't listen to, but if you're conscious of trying to guard your heart, I would make a suggestion, just a, a light one, that's probably not the best thing to be doing. Okay, so point one, be conscious of what you're putting into your, into your head, into your heart, because those choices, for me it came, the results of it probably came 10 years later a little bit like what Ben was saying. It wasn't an instant thing. Um, Those things come to fruition at one point in your life and my encouragement is not to come down on you heavy but, look, it might not be heavy metal. It could be gangster rap. It could be whatever you like, whatever the kids like these days, (laughs) as the saying goes. Um, Think about it. it. The fruits of it will come. Point one, guard your heart. Point two, enter the closet, okay? This is talking about prayer. So we read in Matthew 6, 6, But thou, when thou prayest, enter thy closet. And when thou have shut the door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and the Father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. Now we've, I've heard many testimonies of people physically entering their closet. If you want to do that, go for it. It's literal you can, if you want to do that it's talking on another level it's talking about finding time now i I've been in the Lord my whole life um, for a long time I would do the do the prayer and the the way to work I'd have my five minutes in the morning i'd have my prayer in the afternoon and I thought I was doing all right um, I heard a talk eight weeks ago nine weeks ago well, I am a bit ashamed to admit it and I I realise that I've been giving, what Dan said in his thing, I've been giving SMSs to God for years. We've got different ways of doing this, okay? I I observed, I think Pastor Pete Moore does it, I know other people do, they're disciplined in this process. They'll get up early, they'll find that peaceful place and they'll have the prayer. And the thing is, that is it's Discipline. It's actually, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to enter the closet, and I'm going to do it. And it's finding good time, good quality time, not just five here, five there. If you're struggling with mental illness or mental issues, point two is enter the closet. Okay? Can everyone remember that? All right. I think I've got it together. Let's go. We've got four more points to go. service point three this might sound weird but if you're having dramas in that aspect of your of your being of your life service can be an amazing release for that side we'll jump over to Galatians 5:13. we can jot that down we heard that from Jamie as well in his talk don't chase happiness look for a service We read there in Galatians 5.3, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty, only not use liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There's something funny that happens when you serve other people. the main thing that it does, and the, the thing that I think is an, an unusual thing, the minute you start serving, you start forgetting where you're at. You start forgetting your, your problems that you have become less. And um, when, when we moved to the Sunshine Coast about three years ago, we had this flash coffee machine sitting there. I was talking to the guys about it the other day. Um, I, I was hopeless on the coffee machine. I had no idea what I was doing. But I looked that up and I thought, you know what? That's one thing that that's going to allow me to meet people. That's going to allow me to be involved. And um, now I get nasty text messages when I'm not there. Where's the coffee? <laughs> Service is point three. And look, guys, there's, there's 50, 60 scriptures for each of these points. So if you want to come and sit with me afterwards and talk about some of these points and where you might be able to apply in your life, let's do it. Serve your brethren. That's a really good point. All right, number four, communicate. I'm your atypical Australian bloke. The last thing I felt like doing was talking um, to my wife, to my parents, to anybody. Um, Guilt, shame, all those things that Matty had on the right-hand side of his board when we were talking about closing the tap, most of those things, as I said earlier, I've got, I've got all this stuff. Why am I feeling like this? The last thing I wanted to do in a coffee shop at Evans Head is start having a breakdown. I'm good. Was it the best place to do it? I didn't really have a choice, to be honest. Um, The boys were talking about we have a need to look after each other. You know, if anyone's struggling, we should have better systems in place. And I slowly put up my hand. (laughs) I've been struggling a bit. And, um, yeah, just... We can jot down James 5, verse 16. And look, it's a scripture that we use a little bit. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Um, There's a couple of things involved with that conversation. One, I knew full well. I had their confidence. I had their trust. I knew they weren't going to go, oh, you guys hear about Josh. He's been doing this and that and he's really struggling. I knew that wasn't gonna happen. That gave me the confidence to communicate how I was feeling. Um, What else happened? There was follow-up, which was good, and that was really comforting. So instead of just receiving that news and walking away going again, oh, gee, that's a bit bad, sad luck, there was follow-up and there was brotherly love And um, we know we get that in this family and this fellowship. Number four, communicate. Don't have too much pride. Ben said today, if you want change, you you can't be prideful and want change. You've got to be humble. So that was a really good point. All right, two to go. Number five, count your blessings. I got in brackets next to that. Be thankful. Again, there's many, many scriptures about giving thanks, and we have had encouragement this weekend about being thankful. Jot down one Thessalonians five eighteen. It's really straightforward and simple scripture. It's probably my favourite about being thankful. I'll read it out of the Amplified because it just it, it opens it up a bit. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful. And continually give thanks to God for this is his for this is the will of God for you in Jesus Christ so the encouragement guys is as I've heard this a few times this weekend life sucks <laughs> sometimes it's a yeah never thought I'd say that from the front I never thought I'd play Slipknot not from the front either so we're, we're kicking new goals today It's easy, and we've all heard this before it's easy to be thankful when things are going well. When things are rosy, we can still neglect it, but it's much easier to think, oh, praise the Lord, you know, things are great. The encouragement that we're getting here is good or bad, being thankful to the Lord is a good thing. And it's a solution. It's a solution for when we are down and things are on top and life sucks, as the boys have said. It's a part of the solution. It's really hard sometimes to be thankful. Um, I don't know what it is with, with society. We're, we're, we're thankless. We're becoming more and more thankless. So number five, count your blessings, be thankful, but do it when times are good and do it when times are bad. Little point else I should have said at the start, this talk doesn't just apply to people that have had issues this applies to all of us and the reason it applies to all of us is that you don't know if it's going to hit you at some point that's point one and point two is we need to be aware and willing to assist people that might be going through this stuff um, to be honest when I st- started having some dramas it wasn't like oh, I could feel something coming it was like bang and um, yeah not prepared not understanding what it was, not um, not expecting it, that's for sure. Um, so going back to point one of guarding your heart, that's for everybody. all of these points are for everyone. So we'll just move on to the last point now. And I think oh look, I'm not going to order them in, in importance, but I think this is this is a really good point and it's probably probably the one big thing that's made a difference to me. We're going to read out of 2 Timothy 4 2. Out of the King James Version it says, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, all long suffering and doctrine. So again, I'm just going to have a quick read out of the Amplified. Preach the word. Be ready when the time is right, and even when not. Keep your sense of urgency whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable whether convenient or inconvenient whether welcome or unwelcome correct those correct those who err in doctrine or behavior warn those who sin exhort and encourage those who are growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience and faithful teaching um, when i spoke to the to the to the boys and finally got it off my chest. It was a massive relief. Um, as I said, I can't say that it, it's totally gone. It's a work in progress. But the next big the next big step and the next big, pff, this is the Lord's working here, was when I had an opportunity to witness to someone. And um, what I was doing was preaching to myself, if that makes sense. So I was out there trying to... Um, trying to trying to win a soul for the Lord, but the actual effect was I was learning my own lesson. <laughs> I was thinking, ah. You know, and there's, there's all sorts of stuff that comes up in your head when, you, when you're doing this stuff. You think, well oh, it's a bit hypocritical. I'm telling this guy they should be doing what they should be doing, and I can't get it together. But you realise it's the Lord using you for your purpose, and that was the next big, at the end of that witness, um, I felt fantastic. I felt the Lord's presence. Um, so point six is, even though it might not feel good, it might not feel like the right time, may not be in your timing and you might not be feeling great, when we preach the word, it, it restores us. All right? Point six. There's a number of other points which we could discuss and for the sake of time, I think we're there. So... Um, we're going to have an altar call. Um, I'm not sure who's going to do that. Um, I'm happy to. I'm happy to hand the baton to you. But um, what I'd like you guys to do, everything that you've heard over this weekend, um, you don't need to filter it through what I've just said, but particularly if you're struggling or if you have struggled, um, use this time to, to make a step and um, I'll hand over to Maddie. No, no, just hang on, I just want to add something, Yep.
1: Sorry, I just felt like adding, just felt like adding to the story before we do the altar call. Um, (coughs) Sorry, I don't want to jump up here. But yeah, I really just wanted to share something. I think it's really important with the, um, something that I learned, obviously I had a chat to Joshie. Wow, mate, I don't know how you feel. There's something about this place. What sparked our conversation that day? Um, and this is what I, I just really felt like um, I needed to share. I think it's really important. Um, wow, it's really hard. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't help me, Rich. Um, I know it's a little bit weird, someone just jumping up. So just please forgive that weirdness. Um, a few of us were talking, and we sort of came to this same sort of thought and realization that, um, and I think I read an article about Australian blokes, atypical Australian blokes, that sort of thing. One thing we're not good at as guys, and some girls aren't good either, but girls often are a bit better, is talking, real talking. And we um, we're good at chit chat, and but we're not good at talking beneath the surface about the real stuff. And that's really common for guys. And I, I read an article and it really hit me and I, and I just sort of made a decision and another brother who was with us, it was the same. And we just had this chat about, that's it. Like with the guy, you know, not every, every conversation is gonna be a DNM. We still talk about footy and stuff, but we're gonna have real conversations when we get together. Especially, like me and my mates, like my good mates, like Josh, and um, and we're just going to do it. And it was like we, but we had this chat about we're going to have real conversations, and we're going to get beneath the hey man, how you doing? What's good? You know, all this just the general stuff. We're just going to get real. Not every and not with everyone. Just when we get together, and we just agreed. When we get together, we're going to have a real conversation. And not every time, but we're, d- we're going to do it. And so I, I actually shared some stuff with one of the other brothers who was there in a separate conversation that camp, and it was really powerful for me. It was different, different stuff that I was sharing. And, and he sh- it was like, we didn't like hug and cry and everything. Well, you could have done that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that we decided to get real. When we get together, we're going to have good conversations. And we really tried. And that's, you know, like the next day, that's when we were talking. And it wasn't just Joshie just came out. The four of us were talking and we were being open and honest. And we were being exposing weaknesses. And we were just chatting about bloke problems, bloke stuff, you know. Like we're all husbands and we're all guys and we're all dads. And, um, yeah, anyway, that you know, I just praised God for for that because it happened at that camp and that's when Joshy sort of spoke up and we were like yeah like he said we were like oh, i feel like the worst friend ever no idea no idea one of the other guys hangs out with josh probably four times a week yeah five times a week no idea and if we hadn't you know Joshy doesn't share and and it wasn't just joshie i got so much from sharing you know anyway i just felt like important so especially guys you're not doing it most guys if you're a normal guy you're not doing it but you got to find your mates find who the people you trust is the big thing and if someone opens up to you it doesn't go anywhere that's got to be the agreement and we we, we had that chat at the start we agreed this goes nowhere the four of us nowhere you know and and Yeah, so guys especially, girls girls are generally better at expressing how they feel to their close friends. Not all girls, so if you like that, you need to as well, but anyway, sorry I've gone on a bit. I really just wanted to add that because it's just made such a difference. Alter call.